This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Welcome to the Immigration Hour. This is uh, your host, Rocky Rockliffe. Uh, I'm not going to be alone today, so don't don't turn us off. Chuck's coming. Okay. Uh, he uh, walked it upstairs. He should be down in just a few minutes. Um, I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say. He's been out the last couple of shows, so... Uh, you know, for a man not of many, you know, he, he's not – he doesn't have too many opinions. He doesn't really want to express things. So he'll probably just come in here, you know, offer up a couple of gems and just kind of kind of sit back. I doubt he'll be uh, be saying anything. The whistling, I think that might be him coming in. Wait a second. You're he's kidding me. No. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something about starting early. <laughs> come on. There's our uh, – there's the uh, the man, folks. You don't have to turn I, it off. I, I, he's I here. do want to tell you, David, happy thanks, Annika. Yeah. <laughs> So some incredible. This is some really weird, some crazy event. number. Yeah. Now, is that, my question is: Is that on the Hebrew calendar, or, or is that the Gregorian calendar? Because they're like on year seven thousand. I'm just curious. I just are close to it. Year so. seven thousand. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah like so, 70, yeah. I'm just like, David. How you been? I mean, I missed you last week because I was going to Colombia. Colombia. You were here, actually. I was, but I was going to Columbia. Um, he, was, he was upstairs getting ready to go. Yeah, dude, that last week was kind of crazy. And, um, and they let you bike into the States? Was you know, i got to tell you, uh, it was a very interesting experience in Columbia. <laughs> I, I had previously been there in 1997. Now, you remember back in 1997, I was doing the same thing. Oh, okay, I was thinking of your mission. Working. No, no, no. no. And, uh, you know, it was um, it was a little more dangerous. You know, I was... Pablo Escobar, I think, had just been Four killed. Four years. He killed in 93. Yeah. And so uh, they, it was just really just crazy. I mean, it was scary. Frankly, it was scary going from the airport to the hotel. This time, i got to tell you, if you want to take a great vacation, go to Bogota. Yeah. It, it, it they definitely cleaned scene. it up down there. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Are they still, there's still a few kidnappings every now and then. You know, really very it's, few. It's, it's and very it's infrequent. very isolated. Yeah, all that violence uh, that was associated with... You know their economy and everything is has transitioned to uh, north uh, northern Mexico. That, that's where all that, <laughs> that, that, that they just basically transplanted it out. Well, when I saw, when I saw your car, I knew they'd missed my instructions. So <laughs> thank you very much, David. I appreciate that. <laughs> but no, if you want a great vacation, well, I, actually, I, uh, Rocky told me to do it. So Rocky did you do it? No, he wanted a coup or something. A coup, a coup, a coup d'état. Yeah, yeah. A coup, a coup I, was d'état. Trying, I was trying to take over the show. I, I, I don't like co-hosts. You, you can you can you can take the show anytime you want, Rocky. <laughs> you know, David, I put I put notes on. Facebook, people had to listen to it. This is the most listened to immigration weekly radio show in the United States. In the world, actually. Period. Now, how did you find this out? I just made it up. But, uh, you know, I found that if you repeat stuff often enough, some people will believe you. Exactly. Charles Hussein Cook? (laughs) Charles Hussein. You just make it up (laughs) as you go along. Oh, Oh, man, I love it. it. This is why I like coming here, because it gives me a dose of how the other side lives. And I'm just really grateful. The, the poor side <laughs> is what you're saying. No, it has nothing to do with economics, David. Nothing fact, at all to do with I, economics. You know, I wanted to talk to you about the redisbursement of money. You know? Yeah, uh, well, that, that'd be fine. We'll be happy to take care of that as soon as uh, George Bush is reelected president. Maybe you can paint a portrait of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's longing for Bush to come back. No, are you? Yeah, it's got to be. No, because come what's on. the solution? There's no other solution. Listen, every, like, I, I, yeah, I've said it. I've said it before. I've said it before. And I, I have to. I have to give credit to Lou Rockwell for it, is that every president will at some point make you nostalgic for his predecessor. So watch. Republican or Democrat, I guarantee you. Five years. Five from now. years from now, you're going to be like, man, President. Good old days when Obama was is, there. Yeah, man. Good old days when Bush. Yeah, I mean, that that's what they do. I mean, just we'll make Bush the party. Yeah. Although somebody did just read a scathing, scathing rebuke of Jimmy Carter as an ex-president. Scathing. As, 
as an ex-president? Yeah, as an ex-president. Or as a president? No, as an ex-president. Well, he's probably... He's, he's I don't think anybody do was ever since. nostalgic for Jimmy Carter. No, but I, I he's probably might be the done exception. more outside of office. I mean, I'm not going to say, you know, pass any normative judgment on what he's done, but he's probably actually done more out of office yeah. than any other president. He, he, he's he, super he, active. He was probably um, so far above his head in Washington, D.C. Oh, kidding me? You know, the really, guy was a submariner. I mean, it's what do you want, right? Navy. What yeah. do you want? You know, it's a Navy, he's a Navy puke. What do you want? It's all the Navy pukes who listen. Thank you very much. <laughs> he was, uh, I was not a Carter supporter in Georgia, mm-hmm. but I, I met him a couple of times in Georgia at different events. The guy, you know, it was like uh, in Georgia he was in his place mm-hmm. and and came across extremely intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he blew me well, away He's a very time. smart guy. I, I mean, he was ready for the game. game. He I wasn't ready for the game. No. no. I mean, no. The, the state Mar- game and the federal game, but, uh, he just wasn't ready for it. part of that, too. He, you know, he, he relied on hometown boys yeah. for, the, for the national game. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. Game. Obama's been doing the same thing. Realizing the Chicago boys, and you know that's one thing well, where Reagan really was great because Reagan had a, a people from a cross section of the country that came in and, and yeah. really picked the best people out there. Some mistakes. Cap Weinberger <laughs> included in that. But, <laughs> that's what I was Frank he, wait, where is right? Weinberger, yeah. I'm in charge now. Alexander um, <laughs> Haig. But uh, you know, David, the immigration thing has been weird. The immigration debate has been very weird the last two weeks uh, because you had. Politico announcing the death of the immigration bill. Right. The next day announcing the resurrection of the immigration bill. Right. The next day announcing the death, and yet again today, rebirth. the rebirth of the immigration bill. This session, well, a lot of news. Aren't, aren't we looking at the reason why? I just want to know if we're going to talk about the heckler. Oh, wait, wait. he's not oh, a heckler. No, 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 no. Obama, the, the alleged oh, heckler. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to, at some point, are we going to talk about that? Oh, today? absolutely. Okay, good. That's absolutely. all. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I just love, you know, Politico. I read Politico every day. I don't know if you ever look at Politico.com, David. I mean, you have to. I mean, it's, it's really in touch with what's going on. Yep. But they have had just a. I mean, it's it's um, back and forth. The whole. I mean, it's death, rebirth, death, rebirth. They have had just a really desire to, to downplay that immigration is going to get done. They have consistently, especially the. The one Asian writer, Xiong Young Kim, she is constantly on the negative that it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen, not going to happen. And I, I'm a big believer in self-fulfilling prophecies because I'm an optimist. <laughs> I believe you can you hope make, something you to happen. Your yeah. well, I, you make your own make your own future. going to have something happen, at least bring it up as a, as a detraction to Obamacare. Well, he's already done that. It's called yeah. the Iran. Um, well, that's, uh, but the yeah. Iran's uh, are... Iran's the thing is already blowing up in his face, so he's going to. Well, I didn't. Well, how's it blowing? How's Iran blowing up in his face? I don't think it's blowing up. I don't yet. Blowing up yet. Yeah, I don't think it's blowing it's up. It's getting there. You think yeah, so? Yeah. You know, oh, the thing is, and I will tell you, I, I, my perception on the Obama, the Iran thing, he had that in the works for a very long time. Clearly, that this has just happened that, two that weeks ago. That game's been going on for well, years. apparently since the beginning of his presidency. <laughs> well, they just couldn't determine so. how much he wanted to give away. Well, <laughs> and well, the thing is, did he give anything away? Have you read the agreement? Yeah, he didn't get it. We didn't get anything. No, out of but it. did we give anything away? What we did well, get, what we did yeah, get, as a we got fact, unlimited billion, inspections. Here we are, seventeen trillion in debt, and we gave away seven billion. Where did that? I guess that's coming from the Cook immigration. You talking about the what? You talking about the sanctions that are lifted? Is that what you're referring to? We're paying Iran seven billion bucks. Oh, see, I hadn't heard that. Did you get it off of WorldNet Daily or Newsmax? No, no, uh, I have to check this out. That, I mean, well, is that's that, one of the agreements. Because I knew one part of the agreement is we have unlimited access I, I think, to all right, nuclear I facilities. I think that part of it was what the money transfer was tied to the access. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that that's – I mean, full disclosure, I haven't read the, the I, agreement. I, I, but I, I, summaries that I – that 
that I've seen. I that, haven't heard the what, money thing. That's yet, what but, it was uh, for. That the money was changing hands for. I mean, they're I mean, they're negotiating. I mean, they have something that that we want access to their nuclear program, and I mean. They shouldn't give it up. They should try to get money for it. I mean, what would you do if some country would say, hey, we want to inspect your nuclear weapons? Well, we'll let you for free or we'll try to get money out of it. I mean, it's a negotiating thing. I mean, it's $7 million. Yeah, I didn't realize they were supposed to have uh, nuclear weapons but, to begin with. Well, let me ask you. Well, oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who, who are we to tell another another sovereign that they can't, considering we're the only ones to have ever we're used America's them in anger? We're America's Yes, we have that right. Okay, well. That's fine. We, that's that's we called the Monroe see. Doctrine, I believe. <laughs> well, uh, no, no, the Monroe Doctrine is for the Western Hemisphere. Oh, that's right. That's for the Western it's, it's, Hemisphere. This would, this would be the Bush I mean, Doctrine, I believe. <laughs> the Bush, Bush doctrine. doctrine. I'm not, I'm not passing any judgment on it. I'm just, I'm just saying. I but think nonetheless, it's, it's, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's been very interesting to see the seesaw back and forth. And, of course, since I was in Bogota for four days, I didn't post very much on Facebook. Still posted more than I did. Probably. Because I don't post. Yeah. <laughs> you don't post very much. And then somebody you, last you night said, Chuck, well. I'm glad you're back. It's yeah. just uh, – You ate well. We, we saw that on You Facebook. know, there was some really – I bet there was some good food down there. And right? you know what was even more amazing? The fruit. They have really? fruit we don't even have access to. I mean it was just like, tropical stuff. You, uh, I mean really amazing stuff. And the – for example, the, just the pineapple. And they don't have non-organic – everything's organic there. They don't, they don't use pesticides and crap like that down there. They don't commercial farm. They don't. They don't. They don't really do that. Out there. I guess you don't really have to. I mean, they don't have to. That, I mean, that temperate zone of the world. It's right perfect. Yeah. Perfect climate for growing right. virtually other than apples. They grow almost <laughs> everything else. Their pineapple. It's what a pineapple used to taste like when you were a kid. Uh, mangoes. Not not that tasteless yellow oh, stuff you get. Here. I love mangoes and these things. So good. Oh, oh, and then we got a we got a palta. Palta is an avocado, David. Literally the size of my head. That's the, awesome. The, the pit was as big as my fist. And it was, wow! That's what an avocado tastes like. It was just really remarkable. That's the food awesome. was just was, was just great. But I, since I, since I was eating so much, although I didn't get any weight, I want to make clear I did not get any weight down there. Still looking svelte. I'm still looking looking svelte here. I got my slim trim uh, girlish figure here. Um, but the what's going back and forth now? You got Zuckerberg has really yeah he's come he, on the, the dude last week is or two. all yeah. in. Yeah. Oddly enough, there's a guy on his board that's real anti-immigration. Really, from the Shafe family from Pittsburgh. Yes, hmm. he's giving millions of dollars to the to Fair and CIS and, and the anti-immigration groups. Right. But Zuckerberg now compares immigration to the biggest civil rights issue of our time. Apparently, he's referring to his time, not, not my, <laughs> mine or David's time, which I still think I mean, he's twenty-five. The rights of African Americans might, might just influence that just a little bit in our from our point of view, but. Certainly, it is a civil rights issue. Absolutely. Uh, it is. is a civil rights issue. Um, and the, thing, the problem is we've made it that way. Right. We've, we've allowed it to be – it should not have been a civil rights issue. It shouldn't have gotten to the point that it's No, at. but no, we've right. made it that way. We, it, we've allowed this to happen. We've allowed this to percolate. And what, what civil rights movement? Yeah, good guys and bad guys from each perspective, Absolutely. right? Everybody, everybody thought it was good guys and bad guys no matter where you were on the spectrum. Right. Um, same thing is true. It was good guys and bad guys no matter where you are on the spectrum. Right. Uh, and uh, as a result, you have people doing different things than they have ever done in the immigration movement before. For example, the fast on the mall in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are immigration folks, uh, union guys, others fasting on the mall. That didn't happen two or three years ago. No. No, or ten no. years ago. But that is a hallmark of the civil rights movement. Yep. Uh, nonviolent you, protest. Nonviolent protest. Non-violent and you protest. have uh, you have the Dream Thirty. Yep. That led that is a form of a civil rights movement, not un, not unlike the sit ins at the lunch counters. Right, uh, and I see nothing wrong with doing that. I mean, it's uh, no, that's that's. It's I mean, that's one issue. Of, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that the the the. I mean, our 
country's founded on. I mean, non- right. nonviolent protests. I mean, that's how you change things. You I know, mean, it, 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 the problem here is I think we have this real interplay. Americans now, the newest poll that just came out, 63% of Americans across the board. Across the board. 74% of Democrats, 67% of Republicans, and 58% of de- independents who tend to fall more on the Tea Party side. Right. Uh, support a path to citizenship, not, not just not the temporary not, path, yeah, yeah, not, not just reform. No. Like let's let's give them a work yeah. permit thing, but path to citizenship, yeah. folks. Now think about this: How what is the percentage of Americans who hate Obamacare, David, including you? It's up in the ninety percent. No, go. it's actually like fifty four percent. Yeah, let's so. just let's just be conservative and say more than half. More than half, a majority. More, let's majority. just be conservative. More, more than, than half, half hate it. Yeah, want yeah. it to go away. Okay, and yet a greater percentage than that <laughs> favor favor immigration reform. And yeah. Congress does nothing. No. Why? <laughs> I Why? love it. Why? <laughs> Why? I I don't get it. If that really, if that bigger percentage of Americans wanted anything else. They'd make it happen in Washington, D.C. Well, not, not anymore. Now, no, now, no, no. now everything is like, you know, well, my way is correct and your way is wrong. I don't care the percentages. It's, they're just all wrong. It's politics. Yeah. It's politics. Yeah, That's it, it, why they can't get it done. It's, it just, and I'm going to tie the, the, the alleged heckler in here because uh, when Obama responded to that guy saying, oh, we're trying to do it the Democratic way. I can't stop deportations. I can't use my executive authority. Well, A, yeah, you could because you violate the Constitution a bunch of other ways. You could just go ahead and use your executive <laughs> power to stop it. Yeah. Okay? And and B, it just shows that you can't agree on it. The vast – you did something with the Affordable Care Act that the va- that – not the vast majority, but a majority of Americans don't want. You're refusing to not use – At the time, they wanted it. Right. Okay. At the time, they well, wanted right it. Now, it but, but you won't get off – But. Right now, you're not going to use your executive power to do something that an overwhelming majority of Americans want to do, and you're allowing both parties – because he could just say it's, it's politics because and, – and I sympathize with him to a certain extent because if he did go ahead and just stop all removals, okay – uh, he would be impeached. He would, he would be impeached. He would be impeached. And, and he would have in the no, House. Now, Republicans, he would, the Senate wouldn't vote on it. But right. But, the but, but that's the thing is, is, is he can't poli- – politically, he can't do that because – and he knows that he can't because then immigration reform would be dead on arrival. Oh, I mean, no. It's you, you'd never you, get anything. You, so absolutely. He, he knows that. But at the same time, he could still uh, – I mean, there's still other things he could do uh, with with prosecutorial discretion, and, and I know we're bumping up against the break here, and we'll take it. But I, I, I want to talk about one thing when we come back because we did a show about this uh, about a week ago. Oh, the numbers about, about, about a about something he could do relatively easily without it being all in the media. Exactly mass right. media Let's take a break here on the Immigration Hour and America's Web Radio. Si usted tiene problemas con inmigración o asuntos que tiene que arreglar, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Tenemos más de 50 años de experiencia haciendo las leyes de inmigración y defendiendo a los inmigrantes. Llámenos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611 o al www.immigration.net. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. 
You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to America's Web Radio. David, we're not yelling today. We're not. I, I, I'm, I'm trying. Not. David, it's been really nice to be here with you today. Yeah, I like that. You like that? It's a lot better for it's it. A lot it's better a lot better for that. I think it's when we're... I, I don't know how Rocky likes you blowing in his ear, but... <laughs> I, think it's when we're, I think it's when we're both at the same table that I can tell I'm talking louder. Yeah. Because we're probably just trying to talk over each other. Well, that's just the way we are. <laughs> we, you know, we're over-talkers. I feel yeah. sorry for the judges, actually. No, you don't, don't, it's a, don't, it's, no don't feel don't, sorry for the judges at all. Don't, don't, don't feel sorry for the judges at all. No. The do bad you, week to bring that up, by the yeah, way. Oh, uh, do, you, do you yell at them? Um, I have never yelled at a judge. I'll get forceful. I have been animated on occasion, yeah, but I would never. That's a, that's that's a, a decorum thing. I would never yell yeah. at a judge. Uh, yeah, but don't feel sorry for him. No. Oh, no, no, no. Not, no. 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 Yeah. Yeah, let me ask. Do you, uh, and I think we talked about it a little bit, Rocky. I, I'm very concerned about our judicial system. Uh, you should be. I, I think <laughs> we uh, – I can't prove a word I'm saying, but I think there's been an infiltration of uh, – of the Chicago boys in the placement of some of our judges and are in the judges being, uh, uh, I don't want to say blackmailed in, in so many words, but uh, there's certainly some questionable things going on in our judicial You system. know, I like how you started that, that. I have no proof of this. No proof. No proof of that. I, well, you I mean, don't have I, any proof I, of that. The only proof I have Obama has is, appointed so few judges. Yeah, he really has. He, I, mean, I mean, he – other than the – I mean, the, oh, the, the two Supreme Court the Senate, justices. Uh, you know what? Them's the rules. You win elections, you can do what you yeah. want. Uh, that's no, I, that, I think that's fault. the big. I think that's, that's the biggest fault. consequence of elections is is, is judicial appointments Absolutely. because those stay much longer after the election. I don't think it's any sort of conspiracy infiltration. I just think that judicial activism on both sides of the aisle is so much more accepted now than at any time in yeah. our nation's history that you have people legislating from the bench. And and I'm equal opportunity when I criticize this. Is, this, this is Republican this is, Supreme Court. This yeah, is conservative this, Supreme Court. It, yeah, this is, this is Republicans and Democrats, liberals, conservatives. It doesn't matter. They are using the judiciary to advance their – I mean look at some of the stuff that comes out of – I mean we'll agree on stuff that's coming from Kagan and Sotomayor, everything like that. But the stuff coming out from Anthony Scalia. And Clarence Thomas, in oh, their support of, of of the Patriot Act and, oh, yeah. and things like that. I mean, they're just as active on defeating liberty from the right as they are from the Absolutely. left. I mean, and you know, I always, I mean, I've always said, I think that the true threat to liberty in this country is always going to come from the right. Yeah. I mean, history tells you that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I, I think that it's just more that judicial activism is more accepted now, and because Obama is in office, obviously those things are going to be highlighted from the left now. But I think it's on both sides. And I don't think it's a conspiracy. I just think it's just more accepted just, by society. Just the way it is. And because people don't understand how the judiciary – the vast majority of Americans have no concept of what an Article three court is, how it works. And so that's why they get away with it because nobody knows. Nobody you know, but knows. if you bring it to the immigration level, I mean the immigration court level, uh, let's start there. <laughs> the activism that you talked about, right. it's there. It's there in judges who refuse to give bond because it's their personal preference or they don't have the guts to release somebody who has a DUI right. on, a, on a significant or, bond. Make him stay in jail because he knows he'll force him to take the deportation it, of the United States regardless of his equities here in the exactly. United States. Exactly. Look look That's at the judicial dis- activism on the other side. Right. You look at the asylum grant rates for judges. Now, this is kind of – this is an assumption but I think it's fair to state it that probably demographically the judges see – 
probably the same. I mean, you know, some pockets see different things. In but each to, city, they in, probably in, see in different people. City, Within the city, at the, least. But look at the disparity of asylum grant rates across these cities yeah. with the same population yeah. of people applying for like asylum. Miami or Atlanta. Miami, or Los Angeles compared York. to Atlanta and New York. I mean, you've got some judges approving 80% and some here in Atlanta approving less than 2%. Less than 2%. You know? I mean, I that, mean that, that's judicial activism exactly. both ways. Both ways. Exactly. So, I mean, I agree with you. There's real well, activism let me, out there. Uh, do you all feel like, and just taking it from an immigration standpoint, that, uh, and, and we've started talking about this on some other shows, that it's just, we're just too big and it's just too far gone to. Uh, oh, no. Absolutely can it ever not. change? No, absolutely. Man, I've asked. Well, all right. Absolutely not. How <laughs> would you not. change it back to a more. Why do uh, we have to change it? What's fair and balance. It? What's wrong with it? Well, if you're saying eighty percent, well, I think it's the cul- I think the system is fine. I think it's the culture within the system yeah. that you have to change. Because listen, I, the, the the way the federal court system is set up with the Supreme Court, the the circuit appellate yeah. courts, and the and the district courts, I'm really fine with that. I mean, that, that's I mean, well, that's constitutional. It, with administrative stuff, we we could talk about that differently, but I'm really fine with it. But it's again, it, it's the culture. That's within that system. So that how do you change it? The pro- you yeah, have education, education, Let, and a leader. Bully pulpit. Good. At a this good, point, bully pulpit's the only thing I'll change. Good, exactly. Yep. Really good. And, and the problem, of course, is that we have allowed the electoral system to deteriorate <laughs> in a way <laughs> right. that we are not getting the leaders from either party, right? From either party that really will step forward. You think Ronald Reagan would have a chance to get elected today? He, he would zero, 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 zero. He'd never get elected None. today. None. Zero. Whatsoever. Because we don't elect people like that anymore. Now, although, yeah. although, you know what? That would be that would be fascinating to see, though. I don't think he would get elected, but I think it would be closer to think because I think that he had that brilliance of people. He, he did. Him. He did. Now, I do like something that California is doing. What is that? And their electoral. So you heard about this? Is I think we may have talked about it in previous shows. Really, I think a brilliant idea. There are no primaries. There's just an initial primary of everybody. that everybody's in, and, we, and the top two vote getters, regardless of their party, Republicans are, in Jan- are in November. Love that. And and uh, what's the wrong fo- with that system? The following February, they'll be on Dancing with the Stars. That's quite possible. That's quite, or their daughter will Dancing um, with the Stars. With the Whoa! What have we got no, back about Dancing I'm not, with the not, Stars? I got nothing going on there. I man. love Dancing with now, the Stars. You know what? They were on Survivor. That would be great. <laughs> that also, would be great. I actually listened to a weekly podcast about Survivor. I don't even watch the show. Oh, really? I just listen to a podcast, podcast about, about the show. Yeah. I just think that would be great. If you lose an election, you get. That's how we pick <laughs> it. <laughs> <on> Survivor. <laughs> that's a brilliant idea. Quick, somebody. Market that somewhere and make sure I get a tr- attribution. Jeff Probes, holler at us. Yes, yeah, so we got an idea. Um, but uh, you know, it's really very interesting the, as you bring up the digital issue. It's a it's a concern. Right. But right now, right now, Obama set another record on immigration. That's not necessarily positive. The highest number of prosecutions this is not deportations, where you have people. Well, that's not really four hundred thousand. This is criminal prosecutions. This is criminal right, prosecutions. Right. The highest number. In the history of the United States, for immigration violations. Yep. All right. Do you think uh, is that good? It's bad. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's because it, it's filling up our our jails, our prisons with civil criminal civil right. violations, civil, civil viola- violators, criminal, basically. Right. Civil vi- uh, criminal violations of civil code. Because we talked about this two shows ago. Uh, the the just unprecedented rise in federal prosecution, criminal prosecutions. These are outside. Is it, this isn't immigration charges. These are criminal prosecutions. U.S. attorney, federal judges. That's the number one area in which there are criminal prosecutions. Illegal in entry and illegal reentry. We talked about it. You can be punished on the first time coming in illegally. Usually they don't 
they haven't done this in the past. Rarely. But now, now two years you can spend two years in federal prison just for coming in illegally now. Are, are criminally, these actually federal prisons or are they contract? No, the, no well, these are this is the, mostly this the, is Bureau so the, the BOP doesn't do contracts. <clears throat> no, these no, are, they, these are federal they prisons. They have their own. Yeah. Uh, their Only own states right. and localities use. Uh, Who do they CCA? send to federal prison to? Last time I checked, it's like real hard. Oh, no. The, uh, you go to federal prison, man. Antonio, and there's no parole. Felix Gallardo. I mean, yeah. like the, the big boys. Yeah, and there's no, pro, there's no, right. no probation. And, and no probation. No probation. You no get probation. jail and parole. Yeah. You don't get one yeah. or the other. Exactly. But these prosecutions from 10 years ago, do you know what percentage they're up? 367 percent. In 2012, there were over 91,000 of these prosecutions for your own for – the, for the violation of illegally coming into the country. That's it. 2013, 97,000 of these prosecutions. So in the last two years, we why, basically why, – Why in this administration is it so – Because bad? these – this is what prosecutors thought conviction rate. These are the easiest cases to prove. You can't lose these cases. You can't lose them. Hey, you can't lose them. It's a per se violation. You're okay, legal. But, but, you're here. What's it profit uh, Obama? Why, well, that's why? an interesting <laughs> question. That, that – that is that's, a great question. That's the $60 Why? million question. Because if you go back issue. and you look at the chart, Dave, and this is really interesting. Um, you look at this chart. I'll show David the chart. I mean, you can see it on our video right yep. here. See the stuff on the left, those five bars? That's Obama. Look at everybody else, Bush before him, uh, Clinton before him. Five bars to the right. Yeah, five right. bars to the right here. That's Obama. Yep. Why? What, what's the reason? Why did we decide all of a sudden? This wasn't like Obama's slowing down what Bush did. He'd not. No, no, no. This is not. This is like an, an es- you know, this is an escalation. Now, some would say, well, this is simply a strategy that we've come upon, and we feel it somehow reduces illegal immigration if we can prosecute people, <clears throat> keep them in federal prison for six, eight, ten, twelve, twenty-four, eighteen, sixty months. At thirty thousand a, a year. Yeah, average sentence is fourteen months. Fourteen months, yeah. and then we kick. Then we tend to, and they won't come back <laughs> because if they come back, they get a bigger <laughs> oh, sentence. Oh man. It's just not true. There's how, no there's no data to support that theory. Right. And how many how just just anecdotally, how many of our clients, if you told them, Hey, you can come here and stay, but the price is you gotta pay a year in federal prison, how many of them would do it? Many would do it. Many that. would just say, Oh, a year? And I can be here? And then I can be here? Hell yeah. Sign yeah. me up. Yeah. So, so it just, doesn't deter There's anything. no I mean it's but it's interesting. Why is Obama doing this? You know, that what? what my, is the first my, thing you always look at, David? That was my question. Yeah, I so I want to know, what, why, why do you think he's doing it? What, what, what is the first question you always have to ask why people do things? Who, qui, who profits? Qui bono. Yeah, qui bono. <laughs> who, who's making money on this? Yeah. Now, if there are no federal – now, I'm pretty sure there's no CCAs involved in the federal contract. Right? I'm pretty sure it's all Bureau of Prisons, all federal in, prisons. In those prosecutions, yes. Yeah. It's, it, uh, CCA and stuff, they'll benefit on the front end when they are taking well, custody is holding initially. Ice is holding but them. once U.S. Marshals get to hold them for federal prosecution, they're not getting the money on it. It's, pure, it's, yeah. it's, it's so, tax dollars. But essentially, why are we doing this then? If, there's, if there doesn't appear to be anybody but the feds paying for this, what, I mean, what I have. A, I mean, I, my opinion of it, I mean, I, I think it's just an easy way for career-minded – Federal prosecutors to get ahead with high conviction. To get rid of high, now this is uh, not so that's not nefarious or anything. I mean that's just what I I have no data to support that. I just think that that's it's the culture. They latch onto this because it's easy to prosecute and get a high conviction rate. Right. And these are divided between illegal reentry, that is, you've been deported and came back, and just illegal entry. Right. Now they don't 
Which is the trap. Everybody they catch. They no. clearly don't. Most no. people get what's called a VR, David, a voluntary return. Uh, but I think if you get enough voluntary returns, they're gonna they're gonna prosecute. Well, ba- I've, I've, I've talked to a, a number. I mean, this is, again, this is anecdotally. I've talked to uh, a couple of people that have relatives detained like this. It's usually if the federal reentry, if you've been deported, you've be deported. Yeah, but the, just the illegal entry. If you have some sort of criminal violation, like a guy I talked to a couple weeks ago, he had a criminal, like a minor criminal violation here in the U.S. Okay. That, and he was deported because he didn't have any relief. Mm-hmm. Or no, excuse me. He was given voluntary, voluntary departure. departure. They prosecuted him on federal reentry just because of he the minor, prior, crim- minor, criminal prior minor criminal violation. Yeah, they probably they – probably The punishment that. for which was less than what the illegal reentry is for. So it's uh, it's really remarkable. Let's, let's continue this conversation when we get back here, David, on America's Web Radio. We're at the Immigration Hour. Si usted ha casado con un ciudadano o tiene problemas con inmigración o tiene una oferta de trabajo, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Con más de 100 años de experiencia en la ley de inmigración, conocemos la ley y sabemos cómo ayudarle. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611 o visítenos al www.immigration.net. Hi, this is Dave Smith. Listen every Monday to America's Web Radio, The American Dream. My past background with healthcare, being president of uh, insurance companies, will keep you informed on healthcare and other topics that's going on in Washington and around this great country. American Dream, 10 a.m., America's Web Radio. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to America's AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back to the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. We've been talking about prosecutions, and oh, that must be God calling me. Um, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Uh, What's it called? Like the Imperial March on one of your. Things? I do. That's my. That's my cell phone ring. Who's um, ring? Who's ring? Um, is it just everybody. It's everybody. Okay, I, I you're sign that too. No, I'm not like Dustin who you know put the death march for uh, his wife's when his wife calls. That's uh, just terrible. I'd that's probably what you have with your ring of your wife, isn't it, David? The death march. I have my girl play when my wife calls me because I'm okay. not stupid. Okay. Play. Have everybody else be the Imperial March, yeah. and then the wife gets to be the throne room scene yeah. on Star Wars: The End. The real upbeat. Dun, dun. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, wasn't this uh, the saying of uh, Obama being the uh, his administration anyway uh, incarceration? Wouldn't that lure some right wingers towards Obama, saying, "Look at what a job he's doing." And yet, on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, it could be a deficit. And interestingly enough, you don't hear any of this on the mainstream media. No, because they hate Obama so much, anything positive he would do in their perspective would never make the news, period. You would never see this on Fox News. Just never. Ever. I'm not talking but about you know where you do MSNBC. See you do see this on MSNBC. Yep. Rachel Maddow was focused on this several times yep. uh, on the shows I've seen cu- clips of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you don't see it in the mainstream media because, you know, it's bad news. So uh, I'm guessing uh, you're saying MSNBC's fallen out of the mainstream media. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think they're definitely. I just want to clarify. Yeah, they, they're definitely on on the spectrum, is all I can tell. They're on the spectrum. By, by the same token, and you know more about it than I do, obviously. But 
By the same token, uh, I know there's quite a uh, cultural communications, and so if if your cousin or your father or whoever it happens to be has gone through this, then I would say most people legal or undocumented would know about it. Most of them do. Uh, and in fact, right. in the immigrant community, Obama is known as the deporter in chief. Right. Uh, uh, and they, they are not huge fans of Obama. But, and again, we just go back to the show we had in November of last year. Which I think will actually end up backfiring uh, <laughs> oh, at, in the future. Like, I, I don't agree. think that that support that they've counted on for so long is going to be there. Unless the, the Republicans continue yeah. to stupid, <laughs> stupid oh, they're, policies. They're, they're very good at that. They're really good. You know, nobody can screw up a one-man parade like the Democrats, um, but a two-man parade could be screwed up by the Republicans. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> really remarkable. Um, I mean, they could literally get the win and take all that support right now. Bam. They I mean, just walk done. away. Hey, we, we are so concerned. That Obama's deporting. We need a deal. We need to stop Obama I mean, they from deporting everybody in the country. And they get credit for it. Uh, they would. Absolutely. If, they was, if, this, if Boehner put this on the floor and got this thing out, there, were, there is nothing that Obama could do. There's no way the administration could spin it as a win for the administration. It would be a 100% win for Republicans, and they would get all that support that's discussed. I'm telling Obama. you. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like – do you guys even want – I mean, I don't necessarily want them to win, but they want to win. Do you guys even want – do you want to win? want to win. Do you even want to win? It's insane. No, or do you hate Obama so, so much? So why, and why do you hate him so much? I think that could be – because they really – they're really – on 90 percent of issues, they're pretty much the same. They're both parties are the same. Exactly. Obamacare so, is Romney <laughs> care. It's the same exactly. freaking plan. Exactly. Now, if Obama had gone to a single-payer system, which is what the, the left wanted – right. Then you could say, oh, it's a terrible system. It's not working, but that would be too much government. We're going to force everybody to buy insurance, which is a Republican idea. And yeah. Oh, yeah. no, it's a terrible idea now. Um, I think it is. They just hate him that much. You know what like I, you know, so I think is very funny, David? Uh, I want to go back to Obamacare for a second. Because right. I, have you been on the website again? Have you, have you gone and bought your insurance yet? No. Because Boehner did. Boehner went in. every day. He's checking it out. He's checking it out. Um, how can you screw up a website that really is not that complicated? It's, it's really a drop-down menu. It's a really low rent site. It's, it's just a $635 billion. I could screw I, up it anything. I didn't spend $635 billion <laughs> on the website, David. Come on. You know, it was only $2 billion. It's oh. really low rent. I mean, for, I mean, for that. They took the woman off, by the way, the Colombian permanent resident who was oh, the yeah? pitcher. The woman, she was a Colombian permanent resident yes. in the United States. <laughs> I mean, this stuff you can't make it yeah, up. Yeah, you can't it's make it so up. It's just great, great stuff. I didn't have no idea who she was. I don't think. Uh, oh, I think putting David on. If they wanted to Jared. make this happen, they should put an old that. white guy on there. Yes. Jarrett's uh, son-in-law is is one of the uh, people that owns the uh, company that. Valerie. Oh, I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that. Does that? Sh- Come on, really, Dave? Are you shocked by that? Come on, really? No, no. That happens in all. Every all, party does that. Every man. party hooking their brothers or sisters up. Yeah. I mean, we got EB five stuff with Hillary's brother. Yeah, it's, 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 it's everybody. It's everybody. <laughs> everybody. Um, but uh, you know, the whole idea that immigration is out there and waiting for Republicans to grasp just never ceases to amaze me. Yep. Now, David, I want to go back to the heckler because you heard about the heckler, yes. right? Yeah, yes. I, I, I would like to say one thing on that <laughs> okay. uh, before you go off on the heckler is that uh, what I see with immigration and everything basically and it's coming back on Obamacare now uh, is that the media has been so skewed and so misleading in their presentation of the immigration you know 
I had to defend you, and that really that probably shaped your to the core. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, no, one of our hosts, and I've gotten to the point that I, I'll correct anybody, but he went off on this thing of you know. The immigration, it'll be immediate uh, citizenship, and <laughs> they get all the benefits. Yeah, and, you know, so and I said, yeah. wait a second. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, you, you haven't read it. You're wrong. And, you know, so we get into a five-minute discussion on it. And see, we're going to have but Chuck Cook down here the next time you're on, and yeah, we're going to talk about this. He's going to bring his hammer. and But, yeah, you know, this is – you really – it's not hard to take all of the problems mm-hmm. or, or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call them and direct it right back to a, a, a media that let's pass it and then we'll find out what's in it. But that's their, you know, I don't know who they're getting their information so, from. So much for yet. the fourth estate is all I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. So much for the fourth estate. Right. Uh, but, I mean, uh, would you not agree that the, the – I, I would tell you that the media has done a terrible job on a lot of different issues educating oh, the public. Yeah. And I know why, though. I, I don't think it's necessarily intentional. No. I think most reporters have no clue what's going it's on. It's the blind leading the blind. Well, reporters are, oh, how I, is it? They have no clue what's going on. Well, I don't know if and you know how the big time media works, but they, you know, you have quote unquote an assignment desk. Well, yeah, you get an assignment to do this. Unfortunately, it's gone past that. It's not just an assignment desk. It's this is what you will present. It's written for them before they ever, you know. There is no. Oh, I don't real think that. I, I think I, I think it's reporting. much more simple than that. I think it's. I, I think th- most reporters have no. They, they, they may not have an agenda, okay? It's, yeah, I'm but sure most of them have no clue right. about it's the blind, details of a lot of this. Blind story. leading the blind, and and you know what? Even if it is, I know we've talked about this before. Even if it is that where they have it written for them or whatever, why are we so quick to just CBS, Fox News, Wall Street? These are all businesses. Yeah. You run a business. Are you in the business of losing money? No, absolutely not. Right. The Wall Street Journal is in the business of, and and it's what we've talked about. We've talked about self-selected yeah. media bias and stuff. Is they're in the business of telling the people that buy their stuff what they want to hear. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't even put it on the reporters. I put it on people for. And we this country is media in the country has always done that. Right, exactly. I mean, so there's no reason to put that. it on them. I mean, they're they're a private business trying to make money just like everybody else. Now, they do have a lot of influence and sway, but that's because people allow them to. Yeah, because we not have because dumbed they, down education yeah, so much. We haven't educated them. Not because they have some sort of conspiratorial or uh, not that they've done anything wrong or untoward in, in influencing and swaying people. That's just the outcome. That's just the consequence of people not educating themselves and just believing what they hear from sources that they self-select. I mean, I, yeah. All I can say, David, is amen and amen. <laughs> um, but let's get to the heckler. You heard about the heckler, right? Did you see the video clip? So I just, I, you know, I, I saw it. what was going on. But my volume was down, so I didn't hear the oh, guy. Okay, so here, here's Obama just, in a podium. Yeah, yeah. And it's a standard new thing. In California. California. Or no, was it California? It was California. Was it either California? Or was it Washington? No, it was California. Okay. okay. And it's a standard with all politicians now. They put people behind them. Yep. Whether they're firemen or military. And so he had a bunch of, you know. Doctors, maybe? Immigrants, doctors, whatever, you know. <laughs> or people in Dressed in uniform, coats? whatever. Yeah. So they right. had, so Obama's got immigrants behind him. Right. One of those immigrants is a, is a, I need to I think he's got his doctorate from Berkeley, California. Something. An Asian kid. I don't even know if he's undocumented. I have no idea. I think it's just really yeah, he probably he may just have some family members. So, um, and if you look at the video, you can tell this guy's figuring, I'm going to time this. I'm going to. He clearly had an attempt to do this. Oh yeah. So, lesson one as a politician: Do not put people behind you that right. don't adore you. 
<laughs> okay. Kudos to him. Uh, I mean, he probably had you know, no, no, some no, sort no, of vetting. No, I'm, sure I'm sure I, I saw a portion of it. Like I said, you know. So Obama's but, talking. But the, the kicker is there has never been a situation with Obama or any other president. All presidents vet their people that are going to be behind him. I agree. But – I mean, uh, Obama double, triple, quadruples, and he missed. And somebody, somebody, I, I will give Obama the credit here. He, I think Obama handled it for his, from from his perspective pretty well. Oh, ab- he, he, he handled kept, it. He kept his pressure. Kept awesome. His he could have had the kid so, removed. Oh no, the, they, the secret. They were ready so to go. They were moving. He in. said, Obama says, you know, we must pass immigration reform. I cannot change the laws myself. And I go, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, that was yes, awesome. you can. You need to stop deporting everybody. Yeah. And you use can your executive service use, guys. Just yeah, the kid uses the no group. guys. It's okay. Yeah, okay. so it's don't know. Okay. He can stay. He can he's stay. Saying, which which really, I think he could stay. Anyways, I don't think that. I mean, yeah. Oh no, I think like, they, they, they perceive a threat. You're they gone. perceive a threat. But it's seriously, was a kid a threat? No. What are you gonna do? Bleed on me? Yeah. But the best thing was that he said he told Obama, "Use your executive, executive power to stop deportations." Now, does he have the executive power to do that? Absolutely, he does. He sets the he sets the guidelines on how we're going to deport people, and he's done a very effective job of doing so. Exactly, two million deportations since he's been in office. Yep. I, I don't know, half a million prosecutions, half yep. a million people in federal prison over the last five learning years. how to become real criminals. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> so and getting uh, tattoos. He says, "Don't leave, don't leave, don't leave and yeah. um, don't stay. let him go. You can stay." And then he says, "Look, I cannot change things." Now it's interesting. Late last <laughs> night, a friend of mine. Uh, who has worked in Congress for a number of years, emailed me and said, uh, do you think Obama can and to should uh, do something to stop the separation of families, the two million folks that have been separated? Because there's two million families you're talking about here. Um, and many of whom have mixed citizenship. There's many of them right. families who are U.S. citizens, right. probably at least a half, and, half to a third of a million, two-thirds of a million. And um, uh, I said, well, you know, one, I do believe he does have the authority, right? Because he's done it, right? He's done it. Deferred action, now parole in place for mm-hmm. the military families, yep. um, and uh, so he can do it. But should he do it? And the answer is only if he wants to be impeached. Because I believe the GOP, you one, it would kill immigration reform. Two, I believe they would impeach him. Because I do, you can only be impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors. All right. Right. Uh, and uh, the question then becomes, if, is if it a that. crime uh, not to enforce the law? But, no, no, but that's the thing, that's though. That's discretion. Is, but, but the failure to – there's nothing about what we're talking about, stopping deportations. It, he could stop a lot of the deportation. He, clearly, he's not going to stop 100 percent of them. There's clearly people – People you want to deport. We all but want to deport. There's, there's a, a, a large group of people that he could exercise more prosecutorial discretion with. How many, how many clients do we have where they've been issued a notice to appear in court, but Department of Homeland Security never files it with court? Yeah. They could do that. That's not a violation of the law. No, it's that's not. That's just, hey, that's an administrative thing. Well, heck, the excuse you could use is our courts are so backlogged. They are we so backlogged. We can't take any more new cases, more cases unless they meet these guidelines of aggravated felons or people who are You know what they removable. could do? They could take the U.S. attorney's position. We will not take a case to a judge that we could possibly lose. <laughs> well, they'd still... Remove, they'd still put everybody in proceedings here in Atlanta <laughs> yeah, no. because you every case you have. Yeah, no, we don't lose no, every case. Yeah, but that's the thing is, yeah, that we're not going to take anything we could possibly lose. And, and where there's an element of discretion, and it's a crime, in the vast can. majority of mm-hmm. cases, 
people are removed at the discretion of the judge. I mean, we we know before we go into most of these courts. You know, you, we, you know it's been really interesting. The new guidance that Obama just gave out or DHS gave out for military members, members of the military. Now, this is a very interesting policy um, because it says uh, if a member of your family, your spouse or your parents are undocumented and you are in the military uh, and you are eligible to petition for them other than the okay. fact that they came in illegally. Right. We will sprinkle magic fairy dust on them, and we will magically consider them to have entered legally, and then you will be able to sponsor them for a green card without them leaving the country for 10 years. And the the rationale behind that was it's an inherent hardship to the member of the military to be preoccupied about his immediate family. That's a great policy because I'm going to take that and put that in other cases we have. It's a great policy that is not in any way founded on law other than just his discretion. You could take any segment of the population. Now, the, it works with the military because nobody's getting on. Right. Nobody's going to bag on the military. Right. Okay, we got to do this. But you could take any – doctors. Yeah. Lawyer. Well, no, nobody mm-hmm. – But cares think about it. Let's take yeah. a break here and come back to this on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Soy Charles Cook, el jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración, conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley y sé que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611. O visítenos en el internet. www.immigration.net. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, Or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the last segment for today's show on the Immigration Hour. The most listened to weekly immigration show on the internet. I made that up, but that still sounds we good. We factual though. How many downloads? We get like twenty thousand on iTunes over, a month. Over, over twenty thousand a month, month on yeah. iTunes. I, I, awesome. I had a fellow email me the other day, and I appreciate him doing that, yeah. saying I'm an immigration lawyer in New York, and instead of listening to the folks on AM radio when I'm driving somewhere, I love the show. Shout out to immigration lawyer in New absolutely, York. Absolutely, absolutely. Amen. Thank you for listening. It's yeah. uh, it's great. Um, but we were just talking about this whole idea of. Uh, uh, the Obama what kid he can't do. So it's, this program, David, the Magic Fairy Dust program is called Parole in Place. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it that. Magic Fairy Dust yeah, program. Yeah. It's been it's been in, in effect since 2008 for spouses. I thought that was a different program. Different. Uh, you have a different. Uh, probably not on this radio show, is my guess. <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. Uh, that's why David's on our camera. Dust, that's why David's <laughs> on our camera. <laughs> He's on the camera. Yeah. Um, but uh, we made me lose my concentration. David. It was just, Magic Fairy Dust program. It was only for okay. spouses up until 2007. Really, 2007. Right. Right. But, but parole in place has existed it, since 1997. Exactly. The discretion to do this for the targeted demographic that you're looking at spouses military spouses and parents whatever that discretion has existed for anybody because yeah. they've used it in ex- cases well, and, of extreme and I and I will take credit that uh, Margaret Stock when 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 I became ALA president 
her idea was we needed to use parole in place and force CIS to do this. And I made a big deal of it when I became ALA president. You can watch my speech on the Internet. And I talk about it in the second half. Uh, and magically, a few weeks later, they started doing parole in place for military spouses. And now they're expanding to the parents. Now, I had my first parent come in yesterday. Uh, their son just graduated from the Marines. I go to church with them. Uh, a fine young man. Uh, he graduated from boot camp. Uh, he's been assigned to – Shout uh, out to boot. Got out to boot. He had a, he had a great time there. Had a really remarkable church experience. I'll tell you. About. Okay. Um, and then ended up. Uh, he just got a sign. He, he's got a twenty day. He finished top of his class. Okay. He's a number one commandant's list. Yeah, he was yep. number one. Uh, and so he got a twenty instead of ten days leave yep. after boot camp. And so right after Thanksgiving, he heads down to Pensacola. Uh, and he's going to become an, an air helicopter mechanic. Yep. Pretty cool. Yeah. Better than being a grunt getting shot out in the woods. Although, my understanding is Marines, it doesn't matter what you're trained for, you're a Marine. Well, no, no, yes. Yeah. Marines are, are, are infantrymen, yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. And so, uh, if and you then, need infantrymen, you yes. are the man. You're, you're an infantry rifleman, and then you have a job. Yeah. So, right. and, and he could be put on, he could be put in the middle of nowhere. He could be put on an aircraft carrier. Right. He, could, he could be anywhere. That's the thing. Uh, but Marines. a fine young man, and well, they want to sponsor him. And I said, no, that's great. I said, come on in, we'll do this. Then I realized. They want to sponsor him? Or well, he, he wants, wants to sponsor He wants them. to sponsor his parents. Okay, guys. Then he comes in, I realize he's not. 21. Oh, yeah. That's 21. Because you joined the Marines at 17. Yeah, 17. So, <laughs> oh, man. And he's like 18. He, he just turned 19, actually. Okay. So, so, I mean, it's still two years away yeah. before he but, can do it. But then, 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 then they said, well, I said, well, you know, did you come in? How'd you come in? We came with a visa. So they actually wouldn't need the parole in place program. They wouldn't need. They, they still just do. have to wait the two years. They just have to wait the two years. Yeah. yeah. Which they're a little disappointed. I said, look, but you're fine. You're, yeah. At this point, if you do have get picked up, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Call yeah. us. And uh, yeah. they're, they're, ICE is still yeah. savvy enough to see a situation like yeah. that. Like, eh. Yeah. And it's we cool. probably don't want to be detained. Call the media. People. Yeah, yeah. call the press. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People come to me and say, "What should I do with my case?" Well, call the press. you know, this is a media case because I use call the press. media, David. I mean, I know the media is biased, but you there's no to. reason why you can't say this is a human interest story. Have to. Uh, in fact, we have a client on this issue. We have another client who's been interviewed. It'll be in the AJC, I think, today or tomorrow, maybe even Thursday, mm-hmm. on this parole place. So, if you get the AJC, which I know you don't, David, uh, you happen to see it. One of our clients is featured in there on the parole in place program. But Obama could do this, right? For anybody who meets that criteria, you have U.S. citizen children, you have a U.S. citizen spouse, you have U.S. citizen parents, you've been he here for 10 years. He can name any demographic he, any he wants. He, he could do this. Right. Um, but he's not going to. No. But here's the kicker. The activism we talked about in the first part of the show may very well force him to do it. Should Congress not act on this by the end of this session of Congress, which is next January? Next year, right. Oh, we I, from January. I, I, I 100% agree with that because at that point – I mean he's lame duck now technically. But oh, at that point in, in that second half of his uh, second term, term, he can pretty much do whatever he wants. Yeah. And, and they're, they're not going to impeach him or anything because he's going to be gone before an yeah. impeachment would but happen. But think about this. And if he did that as a Democrat, Republicans came across as the refuseniks. People that refuse to done. do stuff. Dead uh, as a national dead. party. They're dead. They're never coming back if they do, if that happens. Um, uh, they'll be regional party. They'll be in many absolutely. states. Right, they'll absolutely. have a lot of people in the house. Yep. yep. But they're not going to have senators. They will, uh, and, and they will, and, and they will never win a presidential election yeah. again. So uh, he, you know, I think this ultimately, David, comes down to a game of chicken. As most the chicken, as most political issues. Do. Right now, he says, "I won't do it. I can't do it." Next speech in a few months. Well, yes, I could, but I really want Congress to do it first. That when you see that happen, the gauntlet is on the ground to Boehner. Yeah. I could do this. Then Boehner will come out. The president does that. It's a violation of his duty as the president. And, of course, we have to consider other options against him. And uh, fine. 
there's there's only one op, only one way Republicans can win this is if they take the, take the steam out of any the Democrats and just pass it and they take the credit for it. Any other scenario where they backdoor it, Obama uses executive authority to do it, they lose. It's, 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 it's only a losing mama. option for them because it's going to happen. The vast majority mama. of people want it. It's it's we mala we mala. Now uh, getting back to the other first part of our show, today, we were talking about where is immigration reform? Where are we? You know, is it going to happen? Uh, yesterday, I forget which Politico came out and said, no, no, we could we could still do it this year. Yet there's only four days for, in which uh, both the House and Senate are in session are in together. Session, right. <laughs> together. They're in session for like 10 more days till the 15th of December. But they have no intention of doing anything, mm-hmm. uh, which is remarkable, David. Um, today, a big discussion, of course, was on this January 15th deadline for the budget. You know, the budget negotiations are supposed to be done they, by – Are going to have another fight about that? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't even met. They haven't even met effectively. Man. You know, they get all that uh, turkey and holiday food in them. They're not going to want to meet. Yeah, no, that trip the fan and oh. their blood. I have to take a nap. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't. I can't be here anymore. Uh, but it's really remar- remarkable. Yet uh, the House Majority Whip, basically the number three Republican, says uh, on the Sunday talk shows, immigration reform's not dead. No, no, it's uh, it's not dead at all. Um, and that's because Obama came out and said, "I support piecemeal." Now, unfortunately, <laughs> they're using the word piecemeal differently. <laughs> Than the Republicans. Piecemeal doesn't mean the same. And, thing and the question want. is, who is going to co-opt that word? Because Dave, when I ask you what piecemeal means, you probably think we'll do this, see how it works, and we'll do that and see how it works, and we'll do that and see how it works. That's how Republicans see immigration reform. Mm-hmm. We'll do enforcement. We'll do interior enforcement. Then we'll do a skills list, and right. then we'll do a STEM program, and then we'll do. Uh, a then maybe at the end of the day we'll do a legalization program, right. you know, and that might take two to three years. And the crazy thing is they're in agreement on everything, Every, everything. except the legalization. And even the majority, and even the majority are, even are, there, are on there the anyway. on that, right? Um, so piecemeal to a Democrat means okay, at nine a.m. you pass this, at ten a.m. you pass that, at eleven a.m. you pass that, at, 12 <laughs> at noon you pass that, at one you pass that, yeah. and then we send everything over to the Senate. That's piecemeal to a Democrat. Because that's – and listen to how Obama talks. It's exactly yeah, how he's talking. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. we do it in one bill or five bills, it doesn't matter. We just got to get them all together so we can all talk about it. Whether those five bills are over the course of two months or two years or five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> it's, so it's really remarkable they talk about just talking this. past each other. Um, uh, it, it's just absolutely, absolutely hilarious. Well, so uh, let, me, let me ask you. I mean what do you, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? I remain convinced that we're going to have immigration reform. I still think they could do it this year. Uh, I literally, the I bills think they, are done. Right, the they could literally. Done. Boehner could come out on a Friday and say we're going to say we're going to we're going to we're going to send this out, and it could be it could come out of conference the next day. Well, conference well, might be a bigger fight, but no. I, uh, honestly, I think if it goes, to, I think the hardest thing is just getting it to conference because I think once it goes to conference, it's coming out. Here's what. Well, here's what Boehner wants. He wants to take the House bills and have the House bills voted on in the Senate. Not going to conference, Boehner and the, and some of the GOPers are anti folks are very terrified of the conference because Be- that's where the sausage is really made. But that's why the reason I think they're terrified of it is because I think that the Senate bill with very minor alterations will come out of conference, and then it has to be has to be at that point voted up or down in both houses. Yeah. We know the Senate would pass it, yeah. and I think Boehner and these Republicans are scared that it will pass like that in the House. Oh yeah, oh it would pass like that it, in exactly. The House. So I think that they're really scared of the conference because I think what comes out of conference is basically is what the Senate he, passed. He said that's he, it, don't, that's he doesn't want it to go to conference. conference. Right. So if he could get an agreement from Reed, look, we will pass these things over the next week or next two days, right? But then we, we ask you to have a vote on those things, mm-hmm. 
And you can amend those things, and then we can have a conference on those, on things. those things. We do not want to go to conference on that on the Senate bill. You 744. Did. Yeah, 744. they don't want to go to conference you on that. You know them. what? I think Reed would do Reed's already said he would I think he would, too, because they could, get, they could still get something out of conference that somewhat resembles what they passed in June. So the question now becomes, is it going to be before the end of the year? Likely not. Right. Uh, is it going to be before March? I mean, I would say between now and the end of the year where I was 75% before, I'm now about 2%. <laughs> only because it's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. Before March, I would say – before the end of March, I would say 15 to 20%. Uh, between March and June, 50% because March is typically the qualifying at, period. At what point do you think it starts to go down, though, next year because – After June. After, After June, June. yeah. July and August, the September, they're not going to get anything. They're going to be home. June. No. I mean, campaigning. Well, they're going to be campaigning, and unless, of course, the budget is still around. You know, all these other issues, not all these, yeah. some of these other issues simply just take Bargaining chips, yeah. so much effort yeah. uh, to get done. Yeah, like they're agreeing right now on some, some water bill. They have, like, unanimous consent on a water bill that's going to – it requires spending, it requires this, it requires that, but, it, you know, it's needed. They 100 percent agree. Yeah. Uh, because you know what? There's nobody saying don't pass a water bill. It's you're 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 favoring people who don't drink water. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's just no anti-opposition to that. And here there's there is. And yeah, I I just am so disappointed at the end of the day now for the GOP for being afraid to make a stand on what they know is right. And and again, I I still go back to uh, obviously I think it's the right thing to do. But I still go back to it's the right thing to do, and it benefits you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's just it's mind-boggling. You, you, yeah. you could absolutely get this done. Uh, well, David, you know it's been a great show. Uh, let's call this show. Uh, this is the Immigration the, uh, Hour. The immigration best, Hour, the, the best, number one listened to uh, immigration you know, podcast on the, on, the, internet. on the internet. And uh, iTunes. Absolutely. I don't think any – there may maybe no, be maybe no other. There may be no other. It, uh, we would, if somebody there stole no this other, title for like a little while, but she couldn't <laughs> keep it going because we're, we're the best. We are. Uh, do we have this trademark, David? We need to make sure we have this Immigration Hour trademarked. Um, we need to work on that, my friend. Isn't that your job as a station owner to make sure that happens? Is not your job to make it happen? So I'm gonna have to trade. Sounds it. like something lawyers should. Hey, you just put a TM yeah. next to you, next to your name in a circle and then just trademark. Put it on there, you're good. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, let's let's uh, talk again next week. Everybody have a wonderful thanks Hanukkah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, happy Hanukkah, and, and until next week, this is the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business, or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules, or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net.